Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Ann and Una. And you're listening to Engage, the podcast. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up? I'm excited. I'm excited too. This uh, is very exciting. We've yeah. been kind of counting down the days for this. So I said this podcast came about um when did that when did we start talking about this? You know what? I really don't know. I feel like it was like a thought. Like, oh you know it'd be cool if like, we did a podcast. You know, yeah, like thing. not an eventuality, it was just like kind of in passing. Yeah, and then I think that um I don't know, we just got not more serious about our wedding, but just like thinking it would be cool to do some cool things and document it. Definitely, definitely. So yeah, so welcome uh everyone to the first episode of Engage the Podcast, a podcast where we discuss all things wedding planning and healthy relationships. Again, it's your boy Anthony Wright, A O N. All the things follow me. Uh yeah, and it's also Una. Or Unaife, if you uh, need the full, the full, full a lot, name. A lot of people don't know the hyphen exists. They don't. What, but what, is, what does that mean? What does your name mean? <laughs> My name means one love. Mm-hmm. The first part is Irish or Gaelic Una. Ife is Nigerian Yoruba. And, you know, a, a mashing of my cultures. Mm. But, um, yeah, one love, that's me. When I tell people that you're uh, Nigerian and Irish, they're always like, oh, that's different. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I guess. Like, you know. I mean, I wouldn't really say like I'm Irish. My my family reps it hardcore. It helps that I have family who now lives in Ireland, but yeah. we ain't from there. Your family goes pretty hard for the for the Irish culture, actually. Absolutely. The McCarthy's. McCarthy's, but yes, yes. The McCarthy. <laughs> I was trying to add a little a little accent to it. All right. Well, um, Yeah, so getting into the reason why we're doing this in the first place, I feel like as we um, recently got engaged in September of this year. Oh, no, last year. Oh, yeah, 2019. (laughs) It's now 2019. We got engaged September 2018. Um, And, you know, I think that we were just asking around for advice from couples that we knew um, or people who were in the process themselves and... It was kind of a nice way to put all of that together and share other stories as well as, you know, get some advice for ourselves um, and stay accountable for us to be able to move forward in this process. We're really planning to have a long engagement here. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of a way for us to make sure that we're we're getting stuff done and, and working towards our, you know, big day. Yeah, because we was, we was getting a lot of unsolicited advice from... I don't know. I think that once you get engaged, like everybody just want to throw their two cents in. Definitely. And it's cool, you know what I'm saying? Like people who've gone through it, experiences and like all the things. But like I feel like through this podcast, we're going to talk to some people who uh, we really uh, admire and respect their relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like have some background information as to like, you know, where they've come from and stuff like that. Um, and stuff that we think would be beneficial for um, us as we not only prepare for our wedding, but just like prepare for married life and um all the things that that will entail so yeah not knocking anyone who's already given us advice because we definitely appreciate it 
Um, and if those people want to possibly get on the podcast, that's cool to hit us up. Um, but you know, we just want to make sure that, um, a, we're, we're really getting advice and like being intentional about like who we hear from, mm-hmm. um, in order to really just like take that home and, um, help us with the, with the rest of our lives. Definitely. That's crazy. It is. The rest of our lives. It's a long time. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so, I mean, what we hope to get out of this is just, you know, a way to document the process. And so, especially when it comes to gathering information um, and advice and, like, everything, like, it's going to be important for us 5, 10, 20 50 years down the road. Oh, wow. Um, you know what I'm saying? Looking back. Podcasts aren't even going to exist 50 years down the but road. But we'll have these recordings. True. You know what I'm saying? Internet, or what's it called? The uh, Your your internet footprint? Your mm-hmm. something like that? Is, sure. Is everlasting. Um, so, you know, just trying to be able to document these conversations. Um, even just, like, reflect on, like, how much we've grown um, since listening to the podcast. You know what I'm saying? Like, even so when, even when we get married and stuff... We'll still have these to kind of like, again, just look back on and um, hopefully, you know, for the folks who are thinking about getting engaged um, or who may be married listening to this as well. Like you all can use this as a as a form of uh, advice gathering and stuff like that, too, because we're going to be talking to a lot of different couples and sharing our own little pieces of advice and stuff about our relationship and all the things Um and with that, of course, getting, you know, some real, real feedback and real responses from our guests um, as far as like, you know, what's working, what's not working um, for the different topics that we're going to talk about um, in regards to their marriages. Um, I think we're also going to slide in a few um, divorcees, possibly um, in the podcast. People um, who are not yet engaged. People are not yet married. engaged, you know, um, try to get you a full spectrum of, of voices and experiences um, that could possibly fit, you know, with whatever you're going with. Even people who don't want to get married, mm. but are just coupling. That's, that's real. Cool too. That's cool, too. Because, um, I mean, like, relationships aren't only for married people. You Absolutely. know what I'm saying? Um, and then, just in general, I mean, we sp- spend time together, like, often. You know, we I mean, we live together and we're getting engaged, so... Um, or we're getting married, are engaged, and so we already spend a lot of time together. But I think this is just a fun way to... Um, kind of reflect or we think it's a fun way to reflect on um, where we've been the past seven years that we've been together um, and kind of um, you know engage a conversation with each other in a more formal fashion getting back to that accountability part and intentionality um, yeah because yeah. um, again I mean podcasts for for us I think podcasts are nothing but a, a recorded conversation um, and we really want to uh, just focus more on talking to each other um, and like letting you all kind of experience that versus, you know, producing content for you, if that makes sense. So sure. like the the conversation, like even if you aren't listening, that's cool because like we're still kind of doing this for us. Um, and also like for the couples that we're interacting with, because hopefully they can get something from this, too. It's just like a reflecting opportunity for them and stuff. So it's going to be fun. So I'm glad that you all are tuning in. Um and if you are, uh, you know, getting married or like in the process of getting engaged or like have second thoughts or whatever, um, again, like we really hope that you get something out of this. Definitely. Um, so typically on a, on a regular week here, um, we'll be um, sharing some of our wedding updates at the beginning of the show, um, talking about some Q&A kind of 
topics um, at the end of every episode we'll try to send out the call for everyone to ask questions if they have some and we'll pick um, one or two to discuss at the beginning um, of each episode and then we'll really just talk to um, whatever guests we have on that week um, in varying topics um, anywhere from the planning process to actually being married the ins and outs of all of that um, and we'll close up with things to come as we're planning our wedding um, and future episodes. Um, yeah, that's pretty simple. Pretty solid structure. And that's not going to be the case for this first episode because um, it's more so introductory um, for the people who know us or like know us individually. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's cool. But we want you all to get to know us together and kind of like how we came about. Um, small plug for episode two, actually. Um, we will be... Um, doing a, a question and answers episode essentially where um, on our social media um, pages on Twitter and on Instagram we're going to be fielding questions uh, from you our listeners um, and you can ask us anything that you want about our relationship um, and we were going to answer those um, on the on the second episode and so be on the lookout for those things um, as well um, but for this episode again we're just going to kick things off and kind of just talk about how we got to this point of doing a podcast about our about our engagement process and marriage and all the things and kind of like just start from the beginning on how we met which is actually a very a very interesting story in fact there are really two sides to every story there are if you will. two sides um because you know i definitely remember things i wouldn't say a lot differently we got the same we got the same like structure and storyline and stuff but it's it's like details that like you know <laughs> I w- I'm awake for and she's asleep or like vice versa. Um, so we're actually just going to get things started um, talking about our first encounter together, which was actually in high school. A lot of people don't know that. Um, and so um, I am from Milwaukee and Una's from Madison, um, but we both um, were in this pre-college program at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, the people program. Um, shout out to people. Um, cause they programs. pre-college enrichment opportunity program for learning excellence. Yes. Um, they arguably are one of the main reasons why we met. Uh, no, they are like pretty much. Definitely. Um, cause people, um, for the summer we have to go up to Madison or I have to go up to Madison. She has to go down the street, um, <laughs> bring students up to Madison on campus. And we do the whole little pre-college thing, go to different programs and field trips and like pre-college prep. ACT, all the things. All the things. Um, and I remember, I was a I was a rising junior, and so this would have been entering into it was summer of two thousand nine. Um, rising junior, and Una was a rising sophomore in her first year at the People Program, and at the at the cafeteria at Old Gordon's for anybody at UW Madison listening, um, I remember seeing Una walk uh, from the cafeteria like just to her table with her homies and stuff like that. She had a red Wisconsin sweatshirt on and um, a little slick back ponytail. <laughs> and uh, her eyebrows looked like semicolons. You know what? Um, <laughs> I just like that. You had to throw that in there. Wow. Um, okay. But, you know, like, even with them semicolon eyebrows, I was like, wow, like, she's cold. Like, <laughs> but again, like, I was, how was I? I wasn't even 16 at the time because my birthday is in August. Um, but I was, like, you know, awkward and didn't really, like, know how to talk to girls and stuff like that. So I was just, like, you know, admire from afar and just you know continue to eat my lunch or whatever i was snacking on um and this was again it's a three-week program um so this was like 
after the first week um, or just sometime in the middle of the program. Um, never, never seen her again, like throughout the rest of the program. But I was just like, man, like she's really beautiful. And like, that's what's up. She's tight. But I don't know what to say. Um, and then the last day of the program, I was like walking. We have like a little closing banquet or whatever, where everyone goes to the union and like does performances and stuff like that. Um, and the way our dorm was set up that we were living in, there was like a boy's tower and a girl's tower. And the towers both met in the middle on the first floor where the lounge was. And I was coming down, getting ready to walk to the um, to the union. And lo and behold, a uh, semicolon eyebrow girl is, because oh I don't know her name at this point. She's walking, uh, she's walking from the other tower. And I was like, yo, like, this is it. Anthony, like, you need to muster up some courage. Go over there. And say something. I know it's gonna say, but I was like, all right, I gotta say, I gotta say something, right? Thank and God so, courage. right, you know what I'm saying. So I walked over. I had a little brisk walk, uh, and Una was with. She was with like one or two of her friends or something like that. Was I? Yeah, because like you, you looked, you looked um, at them. Like when I asked you, I was like, hey, um, you know, my name's Anthony. Like, are you trying to watch this thing together? And I, you looked at him and was like, yeah, I guess. And like, we just started walking. We walked to this thing and it felt like a very long time, but it was only like probably like five blocks. But I felt like we were walking for a grip. And you know, I'm over there gaming her up. You know what I'm saying? I don't remember the thing uh, you said. I remember you were wearing a weak black wife beater. <laughs> Ugh, I don't know. That's I, all I really remember, honestly. I was wearing a I was wearing a, a black beater because I was in African dance. I don't want y'all to think I was just sporting a black beater <laughs> casually. Um, but yeah, I remember I did lie though. I was told her I played baseball or something like that because she told me that she played softball and I was like trying I to didn't impress play her. No softball, she so definitely didn't like, play no softball. I mean, I was on a team, but it, that's a that's a story for another time. <laughs> that's a story for another time. But I told her I played baseball. Woo woo, you know whatever. Um, we get to the actual, we get to the function and Una's in, uh, you're in gospel choir for, mm-hmm. for your fine arts performance. Mm-hmm. And I remember being in the audience cheering my ass off. Like, <laughs> you didn't even know me. <laughs> I didn't even know you, but I was like, let's go. Like super geeked. I mean, y'all sounded good, but like I was, I was super geeked. Um, and like everything was cool. We did my little African dance thing, whatever, whatever. Um, the program ends and it's like food and stuff at the end of it. We sit together at the or on the terrace, and I asked for her number, and she's like, oh, yeah, cool, 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 I'm going to give you my number. Gives me her number, and then I go back to Milwaukee, and she goes back home. Um, I text her when I get to Milwaukee, like, hey, like, very nice to meet you. Um, you know, like, let's make sure to stay in touch, whatever, whatever. No response. And then I was like, damn, that's no, crazy. No, this is you. you got it messed up already. No. Yes, because you asked for a number before we went into the actual function. Really? You asked for my number before you went to the function. Mind you, this dude didn't even actually know my name. He thought my name was Uma for like... I thought your name was Luna. Luna? Yeah. <laughs> for like, what, the first whole summer we were talking? Yeah. Probably. Anyway, so I give him my number. He comes back out at the end when we're all getting food, picking up some chicken wings, and he's like, hey, uh, you gave me the wrong number? Like, what's the deal? You didn't respond to my text? I was like... What do you mean? No, you haven't texted me. He put my whole last number in his phone wrong. I don't know, something like that. See, and again, this is where <laughs> this is where the the details get a little sketched. The more of the stories, I got the wrong number, but I thought that I didn't recognize that until I got back home. Because I feel like it was months until like we realized that a I was calling you the wrong name. Not because you were definitely texting me over the summer. 
for sure wrong name. That, that Maybe it wasn't while. like months after, but I think I thought it was a couple of days. Anyway, we met in People Program in 2009, which yeah. is crazy. We're coming up on knowing each other for 10 years this mm-hmm. summer. That's really, really crazy. But if you do the math, we've only been together for seven. And so, um, yeah. you know, between 2009 and 2011, <laughs> um, it was just a constant back and forth of me asking Una to be my girlfriend, her saying no, um, or being like in a relationship with uh, somebody else. And, you know, like me being in a relationship with someone else. Una, I feel I, like Una was never like checking for me like that, though. I would be the one to always ask her and not vice versa. I, yeah, I'll own up to you. I was like a little, I was a little on my, uh, my fuckboy shit, for sure. Why you whisper that? You can say it a little louder. <laughs> I mean, like, I'll admit it. I don't need to, like, shout it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so for sure. I definitely put him on the back burner for quite a while. It's cool, though. He would hit me up. I'd be like, yeah, for sure. But, you know, I think in high school, girls got this thing with, like, being with the bad dude. And Anthony was, like, not him, for sure. <laughs> like, hey, I sound like a weak-ass man. No. <laughs> you just, like, weren't. I don't know. That was just what it was. And to be fair, I think if we had gotten together, I say this all the time, if we had got together, then it wouldn't have happened. Because he lived all the way in Milwaukee. How's that going to work? Actually, no, it did work for a day. <laughs> um, where... Uh, during the Scott Walker protest, for for those of you who aren't from Wisconsin, um, we were protesting our governor in high school because he was doing like a lot of shady stuff with um, like public schools and stuff. And so I told her, I was like, yo, I'm going to drive up to Madison, which is probably like an hour and a half from Milwaukee. Um, mind you, I'm like 16, 17 years old at this point. I'm in gonna a dri- Buick. In, a, in the 99 Buick LeSabre. I was like, I'm going to drive up to Milwaukee. I'm going to go to this protest for a little bit. And then we gonna go. We gonna have a full date. You didn't go to that protest. I didn't go to that protest at all. And I just straight up skipped school, so it was fine. And we went to we went to that place that you worked. What, what was that place called? Granite City. Granite Food City. And they were like, "What are you doing here? It's a school day, and you're 16 years old. Why are you boy. here? Right? right. Yeah, Kicking I wasn't it. smart. I wasn't smart. I skipped school and went to my job where they knew I was in high school. Anyway, and we went to a movie. Went to a movie. And then we stopped talking. I mean, we didn't stop talking right away, but. That's because she had a boyfriend. <laughs> I did not have a boyfriend. She at told the time. me no. You were like, actually, no. the next day you were like, actually, I'm gonna work things out with my guy. And I was like, what? Do you know how much gas I just wasted? <laughs> like, listen, I don't remember all of this, but the the you, you yes, I was definitely a fuckboy. Right, let's, let's That's fast how forward. it was. We fast forward undergrad. Anthony started at UW Madison in 2011, fall 2011. Um, and, you know, still messing around with other fuckboys on my end. Um, and he basically was like, listen, I can be your friend, but, like, you're stupid for, <laughs> like, not being with me because I would be, like, really good for you. At that point, I was low-key over the friendship stuff. Like, if we had not, like, got together, it was just going to be like, all right, like, I'm going to have to truly Peace. distance myself. Fair enough, fair enough. And I was like, no, but you're right, though, because you, you've been around, you've been nice always, and and uh, the rest is history, pretty much. Is it? Yeah. 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 And um so yeah, so, so I was a senior in high school. Mm-hmm. Anthony was a freshman in college. Uh yeah, we and we was it weird to date of senior? Super weird. Yeah. It was super I mean like granted I remember I asked you to prom and you were like, Yeah, no. <laughs> this is not <laughs> happening. I was like, Okay. All yeah, right. and looking back I was like, damn, I should have definitely just like went. It's okay though. It was a lot of that. I was year. cool for dating a guy in in college. He was lame as fuck for dating a senior. In but high no school. one ever like said like, "Damn, that's some weak ass stuff." Like they'll just be like, "Oh, like your girlfriend in high school, cool, bro, cool, cool," and then just kind of like, 
It's kind of like, but you knew that's what they were thinking. That's okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, All right. Yeah, and so in undergrad, we were doing the whole like dating thing. Of course, like went through, you know, some ups and downs with that. Um, Anthony tried to break up with me twice at school. (laughs) About to say, well, the we broke up like for like we actually broke up. She thinks it was a week. I swear it was like literally twenty four hours. Um, <laughs> it was a week. It was no, at least. It was not. Because your sister even said it was uh, twenty four hours. At, no, she doesn't remember. At the very least, it was a whole ass weekend. Because I remember you coming like days later, trying to be like he biked to my house with some flowers. It was like my bad. Y'all hear that? <laughs> I promise you, like, cause I this is like freshman year, my freshman year. Yeah. And we were probably like what three four months in. Yeah, probably something like that. Um, uh, maybe like six. Okay. It was like spring. Um, and oh, you're right. Yeah, we got together in December. Um, and you know, like, it was just a reflective moment. Like, why? Why did I break apart? It was on some like other stuff, and it shouldn't have been. Um, and I was like, you know, I gotta, I gotta win this back. <laughs> gotta get this W back. Um, and I think that we, and then I, we another time we we took a little break mm-hmm. after a year. I think everybody around that time point has like growing pains regardless of age or what's going on. It's it's like that moment of like do we stay together? Do we like move apart? And usually and and for us specifically, it was just like we didn't really know how to communicate and it was like is it worth learning how to do that? Mm-hmm. Um which I think is I think is very normal for most yeah. for most couples for sure. Um yeah, so we kept dating, moved past that. I think got really strong together especially um, towards like se- like my senior year yeah um in undergrad i feel like that was probably the the strongest our relationship was definitely in undergrad yeah um, granted i mean like we also you know grew up in that yeah. time yeah but being... i think we like started to grow together right and then uh so at that point uh senior year happens and i graduate and then we're faced with the a really weird um not weird but i think it was a challenge it was a challenge a challenging situation as to um next steps right um because i wanted to go to grad school um and una still had uh two years left two years left for her schooling um and i applied to three schools two out of state and then wisconsin um and although i got into Wisconsin, the big thing for for me and my decision making was whether or not I would be able to afford it. And I remember um, it was one day where I went to your house mm-hmm. and I like, told you, I was like, hey, like, I think I'm going to make move to Indiana. Because mm-hmm. I mean, granted, Indiana was like I went to graduate school debt free, you know, Ooh. very grateful for that. Blessings. And hey, Wisconsin wasn't gonna be able to do that. But the only reason why I was gonna stay in Wisconsin was for was for Una. And I remember us both like crying and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Cause like it wasn't necessarily like a like we're crying because like this is this is about to be over, but just like more so crying because it was gonna be like hard. Super tough. Yeah. I think we knew that. And I remember talking to my friends I lived with my like three best friends. Um and I just remember being like, Yeah, so he's leaving and I was like okay with it. I like definitely was like, it makes sense, but it's gonna be really hard. But yeah. I don't think there was ever a time at that point. Like I think we both knew, it wasn't like a question of whether we were going to like work through it. It was just gonna be like we gotta make sure we know how to. Right. And I think I really do think that grad school, or like that that two years of long distance that we had, um, definitely 
like made our relationship stronger yeah because um, i always tell folks like if you if you're thinking about going to like a long distance or getting into a long distance relationship uh i say that the two things that have to be and this isn't necessarily for everybody but like one um both people have to be committed to the long distance mm-hmm. so, like if one of y'all is just like you know or even going into it, like, I don't know if I want to do this. Mm-hmm. Like, you need to just own up to that and then, like, you know, right. do what's best for y'all. Right. Uh, because, like, I think we were both, like, we both had the same end goal, right. which was just, like, making it through the two years. Um, and, I mean, like, we talked about marriage, but, like, at that point, I feel like... I mean, I think that we both, like, thought that that was, like, a possible next step and nothing was like written as far mm-hmm. as like oh we're gonna stay together forever but there was also no like thoughts of outs like it wasn't like if the, like maybe this won't work out it was like we hope that it will and let's just try to move forward and think about that because i know or you can say your your second your second piece of advice oh second one this is the one that's like not necessarily 100 percent for everybody but like i feel like if you're in your first like months of uh of like being in a relationship and then y'all go long distance or like you start a long distance relationship i feel like that's just it's not impossible but it's just like very tough because like i mean we were we were four years yeah uh, four years in at that point um still getting to know each other still going through growing pains but like at least we we had had that foundation right we had a really good base and i think that like like you said like our senior year or your senior year was um like very good for us like we like really got into like a good swing of things and like really spent some good time together mm-hmm. while also really being comfortable being apart from each other mm-hmm. um which helped that process because I think we just really trusted each other by the time that you left like yeah. I think like I think a lot of people and <laughs> this can we can go into this another time but there were plenty of people in your ear being like oh yeah like when I went long distance this that and whatever of like yeah how they dealt with that situation or like just being faithful and stuff like that and i remember you telling me like and i think that's how like a testament to how much you trust me that you were like willing to tell me like all the things all the pretty much bullshit people were telling Mm -hmm. you about being in a long distance relationship and that i was like yeah well that's not even a question that that's gonna happen like i think we both really trusted each other and we're which is huge because especially when you're so used to being with somebody so consistently like daily. daily you know seeing each other all the time going from that to maybe seeing each other every other month that was that was hard and i know it was still hard even though i trusted you 100 percent. it was still hard to be like not really knowing what you're doing mm-hmm. not because like i needed to keep tabs on you but just be like you know yeah um so trust is definitely like a huge thing but um yeah long distance it was cool but it was tough but at the same time i think that we had to change our perception about like what long distance relationships look like Mm -hmm. so i feel like it's very like glorified not glorified but like romanticized on like movies and tv and stuff Mm -hmm. like where people are talking every day and Mm -hmm. like um you know like facetiming every hour and all the other stuff Mm -hmm. and i remember there was a point i don't even know if you remember this there was a point where we were talking every day for a little bit um, but then, like, you know, got to a point where conversation just seemed forced mm-hmm. or, like, you know, we didn't really have much to talk about, but, like, just felt the need to, like, be on the phone. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't know if it was you asked or, like, I asked, but someone was like, you know, like, do you have anything, do you have anything else to, like, say right mm-hmm. now? And then who, whichever one of us didn't ask the question was just like, you know, no, not really. 
And then we're like, all right, cool. Like, well, I'll talk to you later. Mm-hmm. And then from that moment, it was like, we don't have to force conversation. Yeah. Like, you know, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be like, you know, just sitting on the phone, not doing anything. Because like right. for me. Um, talking that, for the sake of talking instead yeah. of actually like sharing what's going on in life. Right. Yeah. Like it's so many times you can ask somebody like, how you doing? Right. Or, you know, like, you know, how's your day going? Whatever, whatever. Because um, it, it just, like, if you ask someone how they're doing or, like, how's their day every hour, you know, it just doesn't have Yeah, the same and it's effect. not genuine. It's, like, asking somebody how you doing and, like, you don't know them well enough to be, like... Right. Actually, there's all this stuff going on. And I think that we did get good about actually telling each other, like, when things were happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and lastly, I just think that we really grew in that time because I think it's easy in a relationship to, um, you know, only grow together and not really, like, know yourself outside of each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that two years, while it was, like, very challenging, I think that it was, like, a testament to us, and it really helped us, like, kind of become our own people outside and have our own spaces and feel comfortable also being apart. Because when we come back together now, it's like we're totally fine having separate experiences and things like that and not feeling like, yeah. So, anyway, two years long distance. And then we, uh... Anthony got done with school. He graduated. He graduated one week apart from each other. Mm-hmm. So I graduated from undergrad. Um, and Anthony graduated from Indiana University in May. And we moved into my small-ass studio apartment for three months Kicking before, it. like, actually moving in together. And that was that was tight. It was uh, cozy for sure, which definitely, uh, I don't know if it helped or hurt our transition into living together, but... Either way, we were close, so... We were super close. We were really close. <laughs> and, uh... 500 square feet of close. Right. I'm about to say, I mean, our apartment now is... It's still close. <laughs> it's definitely still close, but at least we have a separate bedroom. Very true. Um, yeah, I was about to say, the living room was in the bedroom, was in the kitchen. <laughs> it was just... It was... Um, and then we started getting more furniture. It was just crazy. Anyway, um... And we also had different work schedules, too. So, like, I would work... And then, like, she would have, like, some really weird, like, night Oh, yeah, because I worked from, like, 12 to 8 that summer. Yeah. P.M., which was crazy. That was stupid. Um, yeah, so we um, started transitioning. We moved into our apartment, lived together. Um, this is our second year actually living together. Yeah, August. Mm-hmm. Um, got a dog. Yeah, young little got son. Got a whole little, little Albie. And so at that point, uh, we were six years, yep. um, going on six years into our relationship. And as soon as we got the dog, I was like, all right, like, you know, I guess, I guess marriage is infinite or not infinite. Uh, it's, uh, imminent. Imminent. There we go. There we go. <laughs> Wrong word. Um, because at that point, uh, when I first started my job, actually in September of 2017, I opened up a savings account. Um, to start saving for Una's engagement ring. Um, but even at that point, um, like, I wasn't necessarily 100%, like, sure that I was ready to, like, like propose to her. I just knew that this is something that could be potentially, like, on its way. Um, and I just wanted to have some money, like, set aside for when that moment comes where I was like, for sure, for sure. 
Um, so that you'd be ready when you were ready. So I'd be ready yeah. when I was ready. Because like when I when I become ready or like when I became ready, like I didn't want to be like, all right, cool. And like now let me start saving. Because Una on the lowest of keys was like, you know, she put that clock on your boy and was and was <laughs> low key counting it down. I definitely didn't like setting an ultimatum, but I remember multiple times being like, I just need to know that you're thinking about this because. Mm-hmm. We've been together for a while, and it wasn't so much. I mean, there was definitely a time where I was like, at this time, this needs to happen. This time, this needs to happen. And I'm about to, you know, I had a plan for sure. And really quick, I had to learn to, like, let that go, um, which I think came from from that distance as well. Um, and when we did move in together, though, I just wanted to know that that, that was where we were headed. Like, I needed to know that that was, that was the plan, regardless of when that plan happened. And as it got closer, I was more okay with it, like, taking longer, I think, just because yeah, it was a bigger step, you know? Because um, we, <coughs> we went to my coworker's wedding, and they'll actually be a guest on the show at some point, so I'll make sure to show them some love then. Um, and that's when it really hit me, and their wedding was in September of twenty. 18 mm-hmm. um that's when it really hit me when the no, first weekend of september yeah mm-hmm. when the officiator was like you know saying all this stuff about like love and about marriage and about them specifically like in their like union um and like i remember throughout the entire wedding like i kept on telling Uno, like man this is real beautiful but in my mind i was like yo like i, I relate to what this man is saying Oh my god, no, you were like, that's so real. I feel exactly what he <laughs> He was so gushy. Like, at that weekend, I was like, okay, it's about to happen. Because he was, every day, he was like, man, I love you. Yeah. <laughs> like, every day. I was feeling it, dude. And that was, like, my first wedding that I've been to as an adult. Um, that, like, the person was a little bit, like, closer. Yeah. Um, and so I think that also, like allowed me to drive some stuff home so that wedding was on a saturday on monday i bought the ring because at that point it's been a year since i've been saving uh have my money ready i knew exactly what she wanted thanks to her constantly showing me exactly (laughs) what she wanted um and i had a little help from her homie uh who again knew knew what she wanted and stuff like that um for for those in the in the ring market you gotta know them four c's cut color um carrot and cut color carrot oh what's the fourth you one got it. cut color carrot see right through it um <laughs> hmm. why am i acting like this is taboo clarity clarity <laughs> you said you can see right through it <laughs> clarity um also shout out to uh uh what's the name of that website brilliant earth brilliant earth that's where i got the the ring um, but I got the ring, and so that two weeks, I'm super amped, like, I'm about to propose to her, because the ring was supposed to come, or the ring came, like, two weeks after I ordered it. Okay. Um, and the day of the ring, or the day uh, I got the ring, I had it all planned out. Una goes to work at 9, the ring's supposed to come at 10 to the crib. I was going to go back to work, or go from work back home, um, you know, do my thing, hide the ring, see it, whatever, whatever. I get to work, regular, waiting on the package to be delivered, um at 10 o'clock una's already at work um, or una's about to leave for work and everything is all good it's like nine the package is supposed to come at 10 i think it's at like 10 25 or something like that so nine i'm like ain't no way the package is coming because the mailman is always late and then una calls me or sends me a text or something like that and it's like hey uh are you expecting a package and i was like i couldn't believe it i couldn't believe that (laughs) this was happening and I was like, uh, oh, yeah, 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 you know, like, I was supposed to go to a conference or whatever, and I wasn't able to go, so they're probably mailing me, like, my stuff. It's probably, like, a mug or a T-shirt or something like that, not knowing what the box looked like. Like, what does a, 
you know, like an inconspicuous wedding ring, like package look like. Um, and only didn't know that her homie, uh, Natasha, um, was also helping me throughout this entire process of like purchasing the ring and stuff like that. And was also sending me screenshots <laughs> of their conversation <laughs> about the ring. Like when I was supposed to propose oh, so all the other stuff. And so Natasha sends me a text message and was just like, yo, what did you just do? Sends me a screenshot of Una's messages. Like, yo, I think Anthony just bought the ring. Yo, I think I know this address is brilliant earth. <laughs> And it like it's pretty much like I know that I know that the wedding ring is in here, an engagement ring is in here, and I'm like, ah, all right, you know, cool. Let me like try to play damage control. So I called her back, and I was like, hey, um, you know, thanks for signing the package for me. Confirmed, you know, that it it is like from the conference or whatever. Just leave it on the table. I'll I'll be back home to get it, or I'll be home to get it or whatever. And she knows that it's a wedding ring but like she doesn't know that i know that she's aware right. it's like it's just kind of like constant we game both of were just trying to like make sure we didn't sh- right yeah spill and so it gets better um i get home <laughs> i like see the ring and i'm like all right cool i'm gonna go hide it and so i go hide the ring um but i leave the box on the table um and i thought that i closed it back like as in not open closed but like taped it back up um but i didn't and Una gets back to the crib again. I'm getting all the text messages from Natasha. Una gets back to the crib talking about like, oh, should I open it? Oh, should I not open it? <laughs> and Natasha's like, yo, don't open the box. Like, I was just like, you leave it there for me to be tempted. You shouldn't Ooh. have You shouldn't have been in, in the first place. You wasn't supposed to know what it was. She looked up the address to my package. After after this was all said and done, I was like, yo, don't ever look up my package address. Like, what? That's weird. <laughs> no, it was because, like, a couple months earlier, you had asked what size my ring was. I was like, I don't know. So I went and ordered on Brilliant Earth. They have an easy, like, measurement system, and they send it to you. And the address looked exactly like that one did. So I was like, what the hell? Girl, she's trying to justify this. Like, <laughs> yes, the package, okay. like the package sneaky, had a Brilliant shady, Earth logo I'm on sneaky. it. It's fine. There was nothing on the package besides the address. <laughs> I know, but the same thing, it, like, it was, like, from B&E, like, something, something. Like, it was, it was, like, tr- the whole thing was trying to be inconspicuous, and I was like, this is too inconspicuous. And Anthony be so excited to get packages. He's like, oh, my gosh, you got a pair of pants coming in the mail. And he didn't say anything about this package. So I was like, why are you trying to hide this package? And so I just made you just be like, man, I got to look. I got to, I got to investigate. Listen, I was excited. I was anticipating this and I was excited. I should have just waited. So it was fully a surprise, but. So, yeah. So, I mean, that happened. And so for two weeks, I was like, all right, how do I make this, you know, frustrating? How do I like, you know, just play cool or whatever. And so I didn't say nothing about the package. I threw the box away. She didn't say nothing to me about the, uh, about the box. Um, she would like say, "Oh, I think I'm about to go get my nails done." I'm like, "All right, cool. You know, go ahead and do that." Um, but she really—I gave up with that quick. Though. Yeah, she didn't know exactly when the proposal was going to happen. Um, and I wasn't a hundred percent sure either because Natasha was definitely good. She was like, "What if it's? What if it wasn't?" Like, I was like, "I don't know when it's going to happen. Like, it could happen now. It could happen in a month. It could have. I have no idea when it's going to happen." She was like, "That's crazy." <laughs> yeah natasha was natasha was really cool uh natasha and dan will probably be on an episode as well um yeah. shout out to the homies actually getting married in may may which is really exciting a lot of our friends are getting married yeah um and so the the plan kind of all comes together where una is going to baltimore a to visit um natasha and b to also like visit some the school that she was interested in for grad school um to like set up a meeting with uh, their faculty members and stuff like that in baltimore and I was talking to Natasha, and Natasha was like, yo, 
it would be super tight if you still surprise her and like fly out to Baltimore and propose to her in Baltimore. And I was like, let's let's get it. Like that sounds like a great idea. The surprise of engagement in general is already ruined because she knows that I bought an engagement ring, so I got to do something else. And so um, that morning, uh, on her way to Baltimore, she flew out of Madison. I dropped her off in the airport at like four or five o'clock in the morning. Went back home. Um, woke up. My flight was actually supposed to be um, at eight o'clock. It got delayed until 12 um but you know everything was all good i got to the airport i remember calling like <laughs> i called so many people at the airport like i don't know what i was looking for for them to tell me um but i just remember like calling like a lot of people just being like yo i'm about to do this like any any final words of advice before like i make this leap um i called i called my guy kyle Rowe. shout out to kyle um and his wife now micah um and he's I don't know if Kyle's trying to be a, a pastor or something, but I called Kyle. I was like, yo, Kyle, like, I really appreciate, you know, like, you pray with me and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, and Kyle prayed with me. I was in the Madison airport, a very small airport, so I was able to sit, like, by myself in a terminal. Like, I was bawling my eyes out, dude. Like, <laughs> I was trying to be so smooth about it, but, like, I was I was ugly crying in the airport. Uh, I cried on the plane. But why were you crying, though? You were like, like... No, it wasn't like like fearful cries i think it's just like a wow like this is really happening it's like a next step yeah like some it's like a big it's a life thing yeah um i cried i was listening to to daniel caesar's album <laughs> crying tearing up um all these, love songs. all these love songs just in my chest um and the plane ride itself was uh it was like four four hours because i had a little layover so i had enough time to get all of that oh. out um, and so by the time I got to Baltimore, Natasha's fiance Dan came to scoop me from the airport. Una has no idea. Um, I walk in, and uh, you know it's a big surprise. Um, and drop down on one knee. I was super nervous. I felt like I rushed it a little bit too. Um, but that, but that's just what you do. It just made it cuter. Yeah. Anthony, the same way he told me he loved me, he was like, I love you. Uh. Like, <laughs> it's just that was just you. It was very, it was very sweet, and it was. It was really exciting. I thought I was going to cry. Like, I thought I was going to be like, oh, my gosh, like, this is amazing. And I was. I was like, this is crazy. Because, like, he just be showing up, surprise after surprise. <coughs> um, so he's really good at that. Excuse me. But um, but then he was going to spend this time. And um, I was looking at grad schools and have been really excited about possibly moving to Baltimore. And it, like, dawned on me that, like, this whole thing happened with, like, people that we love and in this city that I was really excited. And I was like, you're not going to be able to see Baltimore and we might be moving here and you won't see it until Dan and Natasha's wedding, Mm -hmm. like, right before we have to move. Like, that's crazy. And then we got to spend the whole weekend together and it was just, like, it was, like, the culmination of, like, getting engaged and, like, being able to, like, share this experience together. And I was like, oh, my gosh, it's so sweet. So he did a really good job, and while I ruined part of the surprise, I yeah, think a big that chunk it, of that surprise actually. <laughs> I think that it turned out really well, and I like it was just like a great way to celebrate with just like a weekend together. Yeah. It was really sweet. And here we are. Um, yeah. It is now February, so we have been engaged for five months. Mm, yeah. Um, engaged and podcasting and getting everything ready. Yep, we're in the beginning stages of planning our wedding. Um, We aren't getting married until September 2020, but we're trying to we're trying to 
move forward and get some of the big stuff out of the way. So you'll definitely be hearing about all of our moves as we make them um, throughout the coming months and, you know, maybe into the years. Hopefully we're here still talking to and podcast stuff until uh, we actually get married and sharing lots of other couple stories throughout the process. Um, We'll be sharing um, our podcast biweekly on Thursdays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, oh, also happy Valentine's Day to those of you listening today. Right. Uh, we definitely tried to be mindful of that today. We did. Drop some love know. on Love Day. Yes. Mm. Yeah. I like that. Thanks. <laughs> but our next episode will be a Q&A. So in two weeks, please tune in. Um, we'll be answering any questions that we get. Um, please make sure that you're following us on Instagram and Twitter. On Instagram, we are um, at The Engaged Podcast. And Twitter, we are at The Engaged Pod. Just P-O-D. Just yeah. leave it nice and short. We had uh, we had the engaged pod on Instagram, and Instagram like kicked us out of the account for some reason. I really don't know. I don't know. Making this making these social media pages has actually been more of a of a headache than I ever anticipated. <laughs> it's in like plenty of pictures. It's in a picture of me holding five digits <laughs> on a paper with my driver's license, like to even get the podcast instagram page going going and then it got deactivated so we had to just make it entirely new which is fine we're here now so those are those are our um social media they'll be available for you to have links to please go follow us on those and please leave questions for us any questions related to any part of the our relationship story um our engagement what we have planned ahead anything please leave questions and we'll be answering that on our next um podcast yeah we're gonna um make either a a quick google form for you all just to like submit your questions to and or um on instagram we you know how you can do like a little questions in the story um we're definitely gonna put that as an option as well so like if you don't follow us that's even more incentive to follow us um so you can just like add your question right there um and not have to go through like all the additional hassles absolutely All right, well, that is it for our first episode. (laughs) Thank you for engaging, and we will catch you next time. Catch you on the flit app.